Wolverine Nation, you're inside the Michigan Huddle, listening to the Michigan Huddle cast with Jared Bunch and Jamie Morris, former Michigan Wolverines. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Michigan Huddle cast on iTunes, or you can find the Huddle Pass app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Just search Huddle Pass, that's H-U-D-D-L-E-P-A-S-S. We've got a great episode of the Michigan Huddle Cast in store for you today, so stay tuned. You're listening to Huddle Pass, the official voice of former college athletes. Welcome to the Jared and Jamie Show here on the Michigan Huddle Cast. Jamie, how do you like that name, the Jared and Jamie Show? Or would you, would you rather Jamie and Jared Show since you're older than me? I don't have a problem. I'm older than I'm, I'm older than you, Jared. But hey, you brought me into Huddlecast, and it was a great opportunity. So I'll go with the Jared and Jamie show. Okay. How about JJ? There you go, JJ show. <laughs> yeah. I like that too. The JJ show, and in this show, you know what we're going to talk about now is listen. We just finished off Penn State, which you and I believe that we could have done, and, and we did do, and then we put ourselves in a situation where. We're one loss in the Big Ten, but one loss in the Big Ten will not get you a road to the Michigan to the Big Ten championship game, now will it? No, it's not, Jerry. And we're going to need some help. We're going to need some help from the team we just had, we just took care of. We're going to need some help from Penn State. We are from and is it possible? You know, they're, they're going to be playing. Penn State's going to be playing Michigan State. We're going to be playing Ohio State. But the first things first. This is Ohio State week, and it's very important that we stay focused. You know, we talked about this before we started the show. There's some guys on this Michigan team who've never, never beaten Ohio State or never beaten Michigan State. So this is a last opportunity for, for that to happen, and that's going to be some – added a little extra onto this game, hasn't it? If you can add extra to a Michigan-Ohio State game, there is a little bit. Well, when you add the infusion of these two great coaches that are going to play one another with to the whole mixture of Michigan-Ohio State, you, you're going to get a big bang. And what's happening here is, is that Urban Meyer's been here in place for a couple of years now, and now you've got Jim Harbaugh who's coming with his attitude, his, his type of brand of Michigan football, and it, it counteracts it counteracts with Urban Meyer's, and you're going to get a big boom. These, these teams are going to fit – and I'm going to say the Michigan team is going to find out what it is to beat Ohio State from Coach Harbaugh because Coach Harbaugh knows what it takes to beat Ohio State, knows what he's been there, he's done it. it it's, it's for all the marbles. It, it's no gold pants for the, you know, the Buckeyes. It's, it, it's everything rolled into one. So this is the game now. It's back, and it's back in style. I don't want to compare it to Woody and Bo because that would that would that would discredit both coaches. It's just, it's a new rivalry. This is the game. Well, it is the game, but uh, last week we did have to play Penn State and we did have to finish finish strong. We, we talked about this last week before we got into the game of Penn State that Michigan would have to play hard to win because Penn State was looking to be a spoiler. And they did Michigan. We we came in and and we did not just an adequate job. We did you know some solid work, especially when you look at the quarterback position 
and Jake Rudock was 20, he got 25 completions out of 38 attempts, you know, and two touchdowns and for 256 yards. At the beginning of the year, the question was the quarterback position. I think Jake Rudock has, has started to put his name in and say, look, you don't have to worry about my position anymore. I'm going to show up every Saturday. Well, not only, not only that, Jared, he has established records in the Michigan record book. He is the only quarterback at Michigan to, to, uh, to throw, ball, throw, throw the football over 250 yards in three straight games. I mean, like you said, at the beginning of the season, we were asking who was Jake Rudock, and he, is he the best quarterback available to Michigan? And he has answered each and every game. He has come through each and every game and has given us an opportunity to win. Now, throw out the Utah game. Outside of that, he's been, he's been flawless, and he's done the things to help us win here at Michigan and brought the tradition back here at Michigan. So we've got to be happy with Drake Ruda. And you know what to add? He, he's not a mobile quarterback. He wasn't a mobile quarterback, but he's been our leading rusher for, for a while too. So he's done some things to help us out there too. But like you said, the Penn State game was something we had to have. We had to focus on Penn State, couldn't look ahead, and make, our, make ourselves available to have a chance to be a Big Ten champ. And I think Jake Rudock is a big cause of that. He is. Now let's talk about our running game, um, <laughs> or lack thereof. When you start looking at, start looking at uh, the offense of Michigan, and there's only 13 attempts from running from, from Devon Smith, only 13 attempts for 39 yards. Chesson, a receiver, he had, had a long run of 20 yards. What are we going to do about our running game, man? Well, Jared, I think when you look at and I took a long look at the Penn State film, what you see is we're going to run that ball up the middle with Devion. But what we're going to do is we're going to play, we're going to throw screen plays, we're going to throw the ball wide, we're going to do wide receiver, wide receiver screens out wide, as you can see. And these are, these are what you call running plays. But they're, I mean, they're quote-unquote getting the ball outside to the speed guy. Uh, we're not very, we don't have much speed in the backfield right now. That being said, we don't want to take anything from Devion Smith. Devion's doing a great job. As you can see, he's, he's busting yardage every now and then, getting us, getting us some first downs, and he got us a touchdown jumping over the top. But we're, we're expanding the ball. We're expanding the running game. We're getting the ball to our wide receivers, our fast guys get on jet screens. On, uh, we're doing things to throw the ball on wide receiver screens to get the ball wide. These plays right here are just sweet plays if you look at it, Jared. Those are the things we need to start thinking about. The, the coaches know that we, can, we can't get the ball out, so we're running short, short passing plays, which are basically running plays. Yeah. I did, you know, just because you said that and I look at it, they are basic running plays. They just, like you said, out around the outside, set up. It's a, a play that's, you know, one yard, Sometimes behind the line, of one yard above or beyond the line of scrimmage, one yard behind the line of scrimmage, bubble screens. Um, they are running plays. Exactly. They're, they're, they're running plays. And, and, but I just, I know myself as, as a running back, I would like to see us really establish a, you know, we're going to run the ball 25 times with one person. And you know we're going to run it. You're going to have to try to stop us. They haven't had to do that. Well, I say they haven't had to do it, but they haven't done that this year. 
and coming into this last game against Ohio State, it may be something that is necessary because Rudolph, as we've talked about, has been more than solid, more than solid. He's putting up mm-hmm. uh, quarterback record, you know, quarterback records at, at Michigan. I'm just so concerned that our running game hasn't developed like we thought it would. And coming into well, the cold part of the season, I mean, when it's cold outside and you got to run, you got to run. Well, the one thing that we got going for us is Jake Rudock, and that's going to loosen up, uh, I think, Ohio State. That's going to let them take those safeties back. They're not. They're, they're not going to be looking for the run. They're going to look. They're going to be looking for the pass. They're going to be looking for that tight end, that big tight end, Jake Buck, coming down that seam. They're going to be looking for Amar Darbo. Amar Darbo. They're going to be looking for Jayu Chestnut. That should open up running lanes. That's what we say every week. We hope that happens. If it doesn't happen, look for the look for the screen game. Look for us to get the ball out to the um to to the wide receivers on on um on, on jet screens again. I mean, you you got to take what the defense gives you. And right now, those defenses are giving us those opportunities with those wide receivers because they don't respect our wide receivers' speed. But if you look at and we call it game speed. I mean, you don't know what they do until you get to the game. They may look slow on the film, and this those black shoes, Jared. Remember when we used to wear black shoes, and it made us look slow on film. But when you get to when you get and play us head up, you know we got a little speed too, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, it's going to be interesting. Uh, how about the defense? How, how do you grade our defense? From well, I mean, when you go from Indiana from 230 yards, 238 yards from one from the running back from Indiana to 86 yards to there to Barkley last week, that's a quick turnaround play. I mean, you knew that Penn State was going to test our inside in that first play that Barkley ran. It was a it was a 26 yard run, and you were like, uh oh, here we go again. But they shut that down. So our defensive, our defensive uh, front four got it done, and you got to be impressed with them. They came after Christian Hackenberg. They put him on the ground four times. They had ten tackles for loss. So if you think about that, our defense came to play. And i got to say this, our linebackers, we've been critical of our linebackers the past couple of weeks. They've done a tremendous job. They did a great job last week um, on, the, on, on, the, on the zone blitzes and covering the, the, the running backs out of the field. So we've done well. Our secondary – our secondary, hey, it's always been good. You've got to be happy with the secondary. Although, you know, Jabril Peppers, he plays so much. And we talk about how much he plays and we keep account. He did let one get into it for a touchdown. Uh, but other than that, our defense played really well. I would give our defense a solid B. It, it was great and it played really well. Um, there were opportunities. They gave, up, they gave up some yards, but they never gave up the touchdown. They always, gave, they always got it down to a field goal, which was great for us. Bend, don't break, which is solid. Well, how about the coaching? There were some, you know, um, some people have been saying that they're worried <laughs> about Harbaugh getting a heart attack. He's so intense on the sideline for every situation that comes up. Well, how would you grade the coaching for this particular game? I'm going to give Jim Harbaugh an A+. Plus. And I'm, let me tell you why, Jared. Because in practice, he expects nothing but the best for those. He will rip into his players, making penalties, because he's got, he's got referees on the field at practice, and he's ripping them apart and telling them what to do, and he's going after them. But when he gets to the game field, Jer, 
he's just like Bo Schembechler. He defends his players with honor. I mean, you can see the passion. You see him take, taking off the headphones. You see him tearing off his clothes, going crazy. He is defending his players. That's why those players are playing hard. That's why those players are giving everything they have because this is a player's type coach. This guy goes nothing to the line, all the way to the line of almost going out on the field, ripping those officials apart because he defends his players. He has nothing but honor for his players, and that's why Michigan football is back. I would say that. But you as an a, a old teammate of his and myself as a teammate, at any time do you get concerned that he could get a heart attack, have a heart attack or something? He's so <laughs> intense. I mean, for a little – he's a – he reminds me of both so much when something doesn't go as expected and he thinks that something was done wrong, not from a playing standpoint, but from a referee didn't pick it up or didn't catch it. He gets right. so intense and he's so uh, so angry. Do you ever get, like, concerned? Calm down. All right, Jim, calm down a little bit. I don't want you to blow it right. Jared, you know as well as I do some of that. Is some of that is role playing. Some of that's coming out because he wants his team to feel that I got your back on anything. Don't worry. Some of that is a little role playing. I'm not saying all of it. I'm saying some of that is a little role playing and everything like that. You could see that they responded. I'll give you an example. Jordan Lewis, after they gave up a field goal and um, uh, Penn State was within five points, Jordan Lewis looked at Coach and said, I'm going to take one back. And he said, do you, Coach, Coach Harbaugh said, do your thing. Jordan Lewis had a great kickoff return. He responded to his coach. That's what I'm talking about. Response, showing the player that I got your back. A little bit of that, a little bit of acting that goes in with that. You know as well as I do, Coach Schembechler wasn't always mad. He just made sure that referee knew that I'm going to come out there after you if you keep getting on my boys. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Was that so? I I guess the A, the coaching it will get an A. How about the defensive coordinator and and all of the? There's been a lot of talk that you know this turnaround of this Michigan defense in in less than a year that um, there might be someone looking for a defensive uh, mindset at head coach. So is there a concern that? with such, so much success in, in such a short period of time that we may have to find another defensive coach because he'll, he'll have a head coaching job someplace else. Well, you, you worry about that, Derek, because D.J. Durkin, he, hey, remember, um, when they fired the coach down in uh, uh, Florida, D.J. Durkin was the interim coach down in Florida for the last two games of the season. So he's got head coaching background. That being said, D.J. Durkin has done a wonderful job here at Michigan. He's transformed, as you pointed out, he's transformed this defense as an attacking defense. He's gone from a zone to a man-to-man defense. He's done things and got asked these players to do things that are incredible. So that being said, it, I mean, the possibility is there. I mean, it's great. And he's, and he's doing wonderful things. And the one thing about it is there's a lot of jobs that are going to be open. There's already a lot of jobs that's out there. So if if he were to if he were to take one of those new jobs, is there someone you know like when we were there at Michigan, it was always if if when Bo retired, Mola just stepped up. Um, 
Lloyd went from defensive back coach to defense coordinator. When uh, when Moeller left, Carr just stepped up. Is there someone before or someone there right now that if, you know, something goes on that uh, Irkin gets an opportunity, will it be from somebody from inside or somebody ready? I, I mean, you look at that staff. I mean, there's anybody – you can pick – you can have your choice. I mean, that staff works so – so good together. I mean, and don't forget, Greg Madison, the de- the defensive quarter from last year, who under under Brady Hoke is still on that staff, and he right. knows those players. So you 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 have a pick of the litter. I mean, Greg Jackson, the the defensive back coach. Um, you got I all kinds of mine with the Giants. We played together right. with the Giants. So I mean, these guys these guys got NFL experience on that defense on that defensive coaching side. So you can have your choice. Jim Harbaugh can go find a defensive coordinator, or he can pick one in, in one out. He can pick anybody out of there, and they can get it done. Well, it's a good thing. Actually, it's a, a good problem to have when you're having uh, a coaching a coach on your staff that is being considered for a lot of the openings. And he's done a great job. Durkin has done a great job. And um uh, the entire staff have done such an outstanding job of just being able to transform this team into uh, a team that seems to be really ready every week. They're playing hard, tough. Um, they're not uh, giving up an inch. And if something happens, they don't let it affect them. They keep playing. They keep playing hard. And this week, which is Ohio State week coming up, I expect a really um, – Great effort out of out of all of them, and it's it's Ohio State week, so it's Ohio State week, right? It's Ohio State week. That's the most important thing. I mean, if you think about it, they go to what the team does first and foremost. I mean, it's going to be tough. Uh, we had a good experience against Indiana, which was, which showed us a little read option that Ohio State likes to do. But they don't do the up tempo, but they do do a read option offense, and we'll be ready for it. We'll play man-to-man out with the, with the wide receivers. We, I'll, I'll take our defensive backs over any receiving core. That being said, we're going to have to tighten up that middle. Those linebackers and that, those, that defensive line have got to stop Ezekiel Elliott, especially after what Ezekiel did. I mean, if you remember what he did, he, he said we didn't run the ball. Now, we can talk, we're going to talk about that later as players coming out, calling out their coaches. But, I mean, that means Urban Meyer is going to want to run that ball. And it's Michigan week. He's mad. He's angry. He's going to want to run the ball on Michigan and establish himself, and then he'll throw the ball. That'll do it for the Jed and Jamie Show here on the Michigan Huddlecast. You're listening to Huddle Pass, the official voice of former college athletes. You've been inside the Michigan Huddle listening to the Michigan Huddlecast with Jared Bunch and Jamie Morris. Please, once again, remember to subscribe. Don't be the one who misses the great episode of Michigan HuddleCast. The HuddleCast app is also available to you on all mobile and tablet devices. Thank you so much for joining us on Inside the Michigan Huddle. We'll be back for yet another installment of the Michigan HuddleCast. Go Blue! You're listening to Huddle Pass, the official voice of former college athletes. Get in the huddle at HuddlePass.com and HuddlePassNation.com. You can also subscribe for free to the Huddle Pass Weekly Game Plan and to your program's huddle. 
Get in the huddle.